Hello, this is Do Go On. I'm Matt Stewart. And I'm Taran Jayamana. And uh, we're in Sydney. And uh, we're about to be in Brisbane. And we're doing live shows. They're called Dry Dryer. And also, who knew with Matt Stewart in both those cities? And you can get details at mattstewartcomedy.com. Anything else you want to tell the good listeners that do go on, Saran? Well, the whole point of this was you thought that it might be more engaging if you had a different voice. But you've said most of the information. So, hey, come see us in Sydney and Brisbane. Yeah, that was engaging. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. Upload video content, organize your video library, and showcase your content on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your video library by adding a paywall to your content. Cha-ching! <laughs> you can help with written content on your website with Squarespace AI, which I used to write this next sentence, so check this out. Generate instant, personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Explain what your site is about, choose your tone, and enter what you need to get short or long-form text. Squarespace AI... Squarespace AI makes it easier to go live, stand out, and succeed online. Oh, Dave, if only it could also not just write it, but read it too. (laughs) And edit it. (laughs) Hey, sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses. Or sell files your customers can download like PDFs, music, or eBooks. Man, it's starting to sound like I'm obsessed with money. (laughs) (laughs) And you are. So head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hey everyone, Matt here, just letting you know that this is another episode of our web series that's on the Stupid Old channel. Uh, this is the audio version of it, obviously. If you want to watch the visual version, you can do that at youtube.com slash stupid old channel or just click on the link in the show notes here. Then you can see as well as hear, enjoying it in all two of the senses, hearing, seeing, and throw in a third, enjoying. Uh, Anyway, this one's about the Rolex murder, but I'll let Jess take it from here. Please enjoy the episode. Like, subscribe, and share. And thanks for listening. On with the show. If you've ever thought about buying a super expensive watch, but thought, is it really worth it? Well, for one man, his luxury timepiece led the police straight to his murderer. This is the Rolex murder. Whoa, wait, so you're saying we should buy a watch? Well, if you're going to buy a watch, buy a mega expensive watch. Okay, thank God. It's the only kind I would buy. <laughs> so we're talking like, you know, one that says how many steps you've done? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Obviously. Well, I'll talk to my bank manager. <laughs> Welcome, my name's Jess Perkins. I'm here with Dave Warnicke and Matt Stewart. And you'll notice that none of us are wearing watches. You haven't checked my leg. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Imagine. Evan, could you put a watch on his leg? Yes. 
How would you check the time if you had it there the whole, all, always? It'd be very awkward. <laughs> I'm not giving Evan much, much of a, an opportunity. Oh, it's like one of those Flavor Flav dangly ones. <laughs> Do you guys wear watches at all? No, I did when I was a kid. And then mobile phones were invented. Yeah. I used to always, I, I used to feel naked without a watch. I used to love my watches. But now I'm a Fitbit girl. I love to check them steps. Yeah, but you know? Fitbit, that's like a watch. Yeah. But as we'll find out, if you're going to buy a watch, you should probably buy a mega expensive, expensive one. one. I'm a fan of Tissot. Not expensive enough. Okay. Maybe it is. I don't know. I don't just, know that much about I just, watches. I just like the name Tissot. Is that expensive? I wanted to say Tissot. Okay. Uh, go again. Uh, Tissot. Was that fun? Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. It was fun to watch. Have Thank a go, you. Matt. Tissot. Oh, not Love as it. good from you. Okay. So, <laughs> please let me begin. On July 28th, 1996, a good year, a couple of fishermen were out in their trawler around six miles off Tynmouth in the UK. But instead of hauling in loads of fish, on this day they discovered a body. <gasps> loads of body? No, just, just yeah, just one. So a Whoa. body of water or...? No, a human body. Oh, okay, in the body of water. Never had to specify that before. Body in a body. Whoa, it's like <laughs> Russian bodies. <laughs> body of water, body of human, inside him, little fish. <laughs> I don't know, probably. The body was badly decomposed from being in the water for so long, so detectives were at a loss as to how they would identify this mystery man. Their only clue was a Rolex watch on his right wrist. Ooh. Right also, wrist. Left-handed, probably, probably. then. Probably. I wear, I wear watches on my left, and I'm left-handed. Just another thing that's super interesting about me, it's I so guess. so quirky. I'm well, quirky. It's fascinating. <laughs> you know, you can never predict me. What's she going to do? <laughs> left on left. Mm. Tell you what. Yeah. What? <laughs> you know, lost for words. Okay. Uh, so luckily, because Rolex is a luxury brand, they keep meticulous records of their products and any servicing or repairs that are done to their watches. Does that uh, include ones bought in Bali? Um, yeah, they keep track of them all, mate. A Rolex sick. is a Rolex. Even if they've got one L, Even two L, doesn't Olex. matter. <laughs> There's a Z in there somehow. <laughs> it's still theirs. Wow. Yeah. It's a powerful corporation. Honestly, mm. it's they're running at a loss. Yeah, even, <laughs> even if it says Tissot. They'll, they'll look after it. Tissot. They love time. Yeah. And helping you keep it. Oh. Everyone's got to have a passion. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they keep really meticulous records. So the serial number and the service documents of this particular watch showed that it had been taken to a jeweller in Harrogate twice in the 80s. The customer, 51-year-old Ronald Platt, a Canadian man living in the UK and working as a television repairman. Obviously, business is going well if you can afford a Rolex. Right. Unless it was a gift, but I don't know. You yeah, know. did television repairmen get gifts? I doubt it. <laughs> Not on my Rolex. Yeah, thanks for fixing the BBC. Here is a Rolex. <laughs> oh, he fixed television. Yeah. Okay. Wow, yeah. that's good. Yeah, he oh, television repair man. Fix all the, the He comes in and goes, oh, this show's a bit shit. What you need <laughs> yeah. is more laughs. Yeah, and so he has and a And turn it into track. a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His answer is always a laugh track. <laughs> the news, it's, it's dipped in ratings. Oh. Can we get a few more lols in? Yeah. Get a clown on with a, a flower that has a water pistol in it. Oh, he knows comedy. <laughs> Nothing about Ronald Platt's life 
stuck out to the police. No criminal record, no dodgy associates. So how did he come to wash up on a fishing trawler? What happened to him? The police went to Mr Platt's home and his landlord suggested they speak to his best friend, a man named David Davies. Oh, Fake name. he's not real. Or he's a superhero. <laughs> oh, okay. These are your two guesses so far. Yeah. He's either made it up because in a secret life he's a superhero or in a secret life he fucks horses or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Those are the only two options. Both well, superpowers in a way. <laughs> could be the same guy. Yeah, it could be. Super <laughs> horse fuck. <laughs> Does he have to say it? Yes. Like that? <laughs> Super horse fuck. <laughs> And then when he does that, he turns into a flying horse. Does he save babies from burning buildings or anything? No, no, no. (laughs) Okay. Nothing like that. But he'll give them a ride once they've recovered. So one of the Superman will take them out, they'll recover in hospital and go, Hey, want (laughs) to clippity-clop on the back old super... Sorry about this, uh, mum and pup. (laughs) Super fuck horse or whatever I am. Or whatever I am. He's also mostly drunk. Hey, Jess, do go on. Thank you. So they, uh, he go, they go to speak to the best friend, David Davies, who is an American man living in the UK with his young wife. And he exists. He exists. Wow. David Davies told the police that he'd given Mr Platt some money to set up an electrical business in France, but he hadn't heard from his best friend for over a month. So he's like, I don't know, last time I saw him, I just gave him some money for a business, but no, I haven't spoken. <laughs> I haven't spoken to him. That My best friend. suspicious. Does it? Yeah, sounds like horseplay to me. That's an interesting take. Stop bringing this back to horse fuck man. Stop hey, it. Stop it at once. Hey, well, that's who you're talking about. You brought him up. Unbelievable. So uh, one day a police officer was driving out to Mr Davies' house to get a statement from him, get a written statement, um, and the officer took a wrong turn and ended up at the wrong property. <laughs> Whoops. Ended up in the wrong barn. Yeah. <laughs> so he apologised and explained that he was looking for Mr Davies, but that homeowner looked confused and said, oh, but our neighbour's name is Platt. <laughs> well, David Davies hasn't lived around this part for 30 years. Well, there hasn't been a David Davies here. But Platt was a the man they'd found dead. Wow. So they, were, they luckily went down the wrong place. Yeah. Although, otherwise, they would have knocked on a, on a dead man's door. Well, maybe. maybe. So who's so, David Davies? Yeah, he's answered the dead man's door. Was David so David Davies was a horse? No, David Davies is not a horse. <laughs> How have you man. come to that conclusion? Oh, literally, I can explain it in my next sentence. Please. Oh, should we? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I want to know. Oh, oh. Should we break here? It turned out that David Davies was actually Albert Walker, and he wasn't American. He was a Canadian fraudster who had fled to the UK. So that was genuinely the fake name he came up no, with. David no. Davies. It's so um, bad they'll never question um, him. David. Um, think of something. <laughs> David-sies. Oh, David Davidsies. David Davidsies. Yes, that's me. Please. That's better. Yeah. It's that sound about David Davidsies. You're like, ah, oh, my parents are a bit kooky. Anyway. And then he, he starts pretending to be American from that point on. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's like, it's the only accent I can do because it's close-ish yeah. to Canada. Oh, uh, David Davidsies. And I'm American. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. It's very different. <laughs> so his name is actually Albert Walker. And he's a crook. And remember I was saying that David Davies was living in the UK with his young wife? Yeah. Turns out his young wife was actually his daughter, Sheena, who had fled with him to the UK. Can I ask, is that also a fake name? 
Sheena. Yeah. No, I believe that's actually Ooh. Sheena. Sheena's Shocker. great. Sheena Walker. Nah. She was pretending to be his wife as a cover story. Why? Exactly. How Why did couldn't we get David here? Davies have had a daughter? Sheena Davies. <laughs> that sounds better. Sheena Davies. That, that sounds-, sounds like a Hollywood star. Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Gina Davies. No, Sheena Davies. Oh, my God. She's not even listening to her own thing. <laughs> Albert Walker was a high school dropout who worked a few odd jobs before getting a job as a bank teller for a trust company. And he got some experience filing people's tax returns. And a couple of years later, he left his job to start his own company. Your name's Albert Walker. What are you going to name your company? David Davies. David Davies TV Repairs. What about Walker Financial Services Incorporated? Yeah. That, I trust that. That sounds trustworthy. It sounds right. It, totally. A guy who's accidentally done some people's bank uh, tax returns. Yeah, he's he's had a go a couple of times. <laughs> it's turned out fine. So he starts his own business. Um, over time, though, his business actually did really well. It grew to six branches and nearly 30 employees. What? Um, and things were going very well for him. I think we might have actually had our tax done with him at one point. <laughs> Someone equally qualified. Um, that was until 1986 when a stock deal he'd invested in crashed it turns out he'd also been embezzling money from around 70 of his clients to the tune of about $3.2 million. Well, now he's facing 18 counts of fraud, money laundering and theft. So he fled to Europe in 1990, taking his middle daughter with him. Don't know why. Had other kids. Left the wife wife and kids at home. Any, me, (laughs) All right, hang on. Okay. All right, you guys all run around. And then when I (laughs) yell stop, I'll open my eyes and stop. All right. Sheena, okay. You're my pretend wife. Come with Come me. Come on. Thank God it wasn't the eight-year-old. That'd be weird. He's pointing at the cutlery drawer. All right. All right. Get in. I'm married right. to I'm, some spoons. I need it. You're with me. <laughs> so Walker became Canada's most wanted criminal and the second most wanted by Interpol. Wow. When he settled in Harrogate, North Yorkshire, he took the name of one of his Canadian clients, David Davies. So David Davies does exist. I had a teacher at my high school called David Davies. Was he Canadian by any chance? Now that I think about it. <laughs> huh. He's he, he an upstanding science teacher. Did he ever give you a ride on his back? No. Hmm. Every other kid, though, <laughs> left me out. Pretty, pretty oh, offended. Oh, you can't do that. No. On this day and age, you've got to invite all the kids to the, to the pool party. <laughs> you can let every kid ride you at the same time. That sounded weird. <laughs> and you didn't realise as you were saying it all no. before that that was going to sound a bit odd. You didn't have any thoughts about that, only after. Look, we all have regrets. That's true. This is one of mine. That's I don't. True. You really should. Yeah. If it, of the three of us, you should regret the most. <laughs> you brought up this horse what? fucking incident. No regrets. No regrets. I respect that. I'm, I'm just speaking truth to power. Okay. Anyway, so he settled in uh, in the UK and he met and befriended this guy, Ronald Platt, and, uh, and his girlfriend, Elaine, and Platt and Walker started a TV repair business together. So Platt had mentioned that he missed Canada and would like to live there again, and Walker saw his opportunity. He paid for a one-way ticket to Canada for Platt, but convinced him that he would need to leave behind his driver's licence, birth certificate, <laughs> and a stamp of his signature. Yeah. Also a hair sample. Yeah. A little punnet of jizz. (laughs) Some blood. Some blood. Um, And his mother's maiden name. (laughs) 
Yeah, can you leave him, that behind, please? <laughs> he told him he'd need all this so that he could continue their business while Platt went back to Canada. Yeah. He's like, oh, that's great. I support you. Yeah. Um, but just so I can keep our business running. Like when you I'll rock need. up at people's houses to repair their TV. There. I've also got a, a business partner, just to prove that. Here is his license, yeah. his birth certificate, the hair sample, I'm the signature. I would want that from any kind of service person Me coming too. to my house. To yeah. be honest. Even when I get groceries delivered, I'm like, tell me about yourself. What's going on here? I'll also need your fingerprints on this gun. <laughs> <laughs> if you could just pull the trigger with the uh, gun loaded next to your head. And we're done. <laughs> Thank oh. you very much. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. Upload video content, organize your video library and showcase your content on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your video library by adding a paywall to your content. Cha-ching. <laughs> you can help with written content on your website with Squarespace AI, which I used to write this next sentence, so check this out. Generate instant, personalised results that know and show your brand identity. Explain what your site is about, choose your tone, and enter what you need to get short or long-form text. Squarespace AI, Squarespace AI makes it easier to go live, stand out, and succeed online. Oh, Dave, if only it could also not just write it, but read it too. <laughs> And edit it. <laughs> hey, sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses. Or sell files your customers can download like PDFs, music or ebooks. Man, it's starting to sound like I'm obsessed with money. <laughs> <laughs> and you are. So head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Um, so, yeah, look, to most people, this would scream red flag, but Platt seemed to be... Uh, not most people. And he was like, well, that's logical. Yeah. So he agreed. Trustworthy. Trust. Trust. Trusting. Well, trusting. Yeah, he's trusting. I think, you know, it's weird that if we see that, oh, it's like, oh, this idiot. It's like, oh, he believed in his friend. What a yeah. dickhead. <laughs> he trusted his friend. Never do that. Mate, he left his <laughs> license, his birth certificate and his signature behind. Yes, what a dickhead. With his friend. <laughs> Would Who, you give me that stuff? Did he know that his friend is the most wanted man in Canada? No. Funnily enough, he hadn't mentioned that. <laughs> well, that's what kind of friendship is that? Built yeah. on lies. Yeah, exactly. In my mind, the real bad guy in this scenario is the one, which I can't remember the name, but one of the two. Platt or Pl yes, Walker? Platt or Walker. Walker. Or, or Davies. Or also Davies. Walker. I think to me... It's the one who didn't let you ride on their horse, Dave. Mm. Yeah. That was a real criminal here. <laughs> My science teacher. Good guy. Good guy. <laughs> so Platt agreed. He left, he left behind his driver's license, birth certificate and a stamp of his signature. And uh, he went back to Canada in 1992, hoping to settle there permanently. As soon as he was gone, Walker then assumed his identity. 
because he already had everything that he needed to do that, so it wasn't that hard. And did he, uh, when Platt left, did he leave his girlfriend behind, or did he? Uh, she must have gone too. I'm weird. also going to need your girlfriend. Yeah, Walker just turns up one day and says, "Hey, baby, I'm your, I'm it's your, bo- me. it's me, your boyfriend, Platt." She's like, "Dave, what are you doing here?" Uh, no, look, I've got his license, uh, which doesn't match my face, admittedly, but uh, and I've got a stamp of my signature, so I'm pretty sure. Um, why do you yeah. need a stamp of your own signature? Ah, uh, convenience. Duh. Why are you being weird today? <laughs> Gaslighting. It works every time. I feel like the signatures were such a weird time that we had where a squiggle with your name. Oh, that proves it's you. Yeah. Like, how easy is that to learn? I think we take signatures too seriously. Yeah. Like, we're too pedantic about them. Doesn't you know when, you, when you're getting a new passport and it has to match perfectly to the signature you wrote uh, when you got your license at 18? Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, do I still have to dot the I with a little love heart, yeah. do I? Yes. <laughs> I've had the uh, my rental bond rejected because yes. back at the end because my signature didn't match. Same. Do you know how they, they told me? They said, oh, this doesn't match. And then they sent me a copy of what it should look like and basically told me, just forge your own signature and then we're happy to give you the money back. When you can prove that someone can write a signature like that, you can have the money. So you did the cock and balls yeah, and did the cock got and the balls. cash back. <laughs> what can I say? 18 was a crazy time. <laughs> you did the cock and balls at hotmail.com. That was my signature. 69. <laughs> you wrote at hotmail.com. I love that squiggly A. <laughs> um, I do. Oh, it's a beautiful it's character, beautiful. that squiggly A. Beautiful. Beautiful. Mm. Yeah. So glad it's in our lives. Mm. That's Maybe that could be my signature, M squiggly A. Yes. I love this for you, yes. It's nice and short, nice yeah. and sharp. Try changing it on Twitter first and see how okay. it feels. Okay. You know, you can test it out before you commit. Try before you buy. But anyway, now we've got two Ronald Platts. This is confusing. So, we, so the new Ronald Platt, so Albert Walker, could have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for those pesky kids. Except that a few years later, the original Ronald Platt ran out of money and decided to come back to the UK, which he did in 1995. Uh-oh. But how did the real Ronald Platt end up dead in a fishing boat a year later? The real Ronald Platt did? Yeah. Oh, uh, I guess it feels like that the fake Ronald Platt killed the real Ronald Platt so he could continue being the fake Ronald Platt. That is a fascinating guess. To me, it seems like the real Ronald Platt Uh fell into some sort of meat grinder (laughs) and then tripped from the meat grinder into the ocean and died. Okay. Which one of us is closer? Um, Everything but his watch survived. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those Rolexes, they are built to last. Um, I'm going to, for probably maybe the first time, um, Matt's actually... Quite a bit closer there. How's it feel? Uh, I thought I, I thought I was going with the obvious answer that was going to be wrong. Oh. I feel feel weird about it to be honest. Oh, I'm sorry. I probably should have shouldn't have said anything. I feel like an idiot. I accidentally guessed it kind of wrong. But I can just tell you about it now if you like. No, don't okay. bother. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Is there a meat grinder at all? No. Any no. sort of grinders? Uh, no. Like a grinder monkey man? Uh, maybe somewhere in the world at this time. Whoa, but, think uh, about that. Certainly not involved in this story. There would have been meat grinders uh, just somewhere. You're a really good guesser this week. Yeah. But there was also meat grinders somewhere. So you're both doing super well. Thank you, There's Sam. A meat. Thank you. It's time for a meat grinder. <laughs> <laughs> this is nice. Mm. a nice little moment. I'm funny. I'm not. Tap out. Oh, you, you want me to just, stop tapping? It was just is it sending me a Morse code message. Yeah, is it better for you well, to This is a long dash. <laughs> that was send help. 
So in July of 1996, Walker took Mr. Platt out on his 24-foot yacht called Lady Jane. It's not the best boat name, but it's fine. Um, which he kept moored in Dittisham. 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 Dittisham in the River Dart. And he knocked him unconscious with a blow to the back of his head and threw him into the sea with a 10-pound anchor tucked into his trouser belt. <laughs> I've seen a couple of 10-pound anchors tucked into trouser belts in my time, can I just say? Yeah, you can. Tell yeah, us more. absolutely. What? what do you mean? That's uh, look, there's no time in this week's Who have you assisted in murder? <laughs> I, I've said too assisted. much. Assisted. <laughs> I've said too much. I, don't, I assume Dave couldn't, po- couldn't pull off a murder himself, so he'd have to just help someone else with it. Can't. Can I even make toast? Yeah. Even then he burns it. Well, to be honest, that's how I've killed people by accident before. Toasted them to death? Yeah, well, uh, they're in the bath, and I'm like, can I have help making the toast? Oh, shit. Oh, not another one. Oh, no. I don't know how the toast works. I just want peanut butter toast. (laughs) That's all we all want. So the officer in charge of this murder case was Detective Superintendent Phil Sincock, and he said there was one bit of luck in terms of the Essex policeman going to the wrong door, but other than that, it was down to painstaking police work. <laughs> you and, can't claim that, Phil Cox. And some new groundbreaking scientific inquiries. So what, I was what, like, call, yeah, sure. What, sure, sure, sure. A little bit of luck. Mostly excellent police mostly work. Mostly science, aka calling up Rolex and reading out a number over the phone. Yeah. Well, they, they did a lot of stuff. So the police seized an entire van load of documents from Walker's house and in amongst all that paper was a tiny receipt that told them that he'd recently purchased an anchor. And they were oh. like, hang on a second. Who keeps their documents in a van? No, like, they got the documents out of the house and put them in their police right, van. I thought that he's... They took the van. To- <laughs> you <laughs> thought that was his filing cabinet. Yeah, please step into my office. It's this van. <laughs> okay. That's himself. I like how he's keeping boxes. the receipts, though. Oh, yeah. I don't need that at tax time, <laughs> yeah. the thing I used to murder my friend. <laughs> you go to the shop and they're like, do you want a receipt? Oh, yes, please. Yes. I'd be like, no, and I was never here. Can I claim? Can I claim this? Can I claim this? Um, so they also took the yacht's GPS navigation system back to its manufacturer. Rolex? <laughs> I only, can only assume. Ah, Tissot. <laughs> of course. And, the best. and the manufacturers were able to plot coordinates which gave the police the time and date it had been switched off and proved that it had been very near to where Mr Platt's body had been found at the, at the time that he was killed. Case closed. Yeah. He sounds like he was trying to be caught. Yeah, it's pretty... I'm going to use a GPS. He basically turned the homing beacon on. Yeah. A tracking device. Maybe he should have just stuck to, like, fraud, you know? You're trying to run with the big dogs, trying to get into murder. It's like, uh, stick to what you know. You don't have it, mate. Okay. But I think, yeah, maybe You're leaving just, paper trails. What I would have done is not killed my friend. I would have just said, That's hey, man, know. funny story. Um, I am living as you now. What will it take for mm. this to keep going on? Can I give you some money? Can I send you back to Canada? You're broke now. You want to go back? I'll fund that. Yeah. Yeah. i got another idea. Let's fake your death. We'll leave your watch on. Oh. We need a meat grinder. <laughs> I'll take the fall. Then you can reassume your identity when I'm in jail. As you. <gasps> Do you think? Um, maybe. I just didn't want to break his little heart. He looked so excited. Should have. Should have <laughs> crushed him. So they also did uh, some tests on Rolex watches and they found that it took 44 hours for a watch to wind down. Mm. Oh, yeah, they work so hard, you know what I mean? Have a little scotch. (laughs) 
44 hours, you're gonna have 44, 44 hours, hours off between shifts. You know, after that big buzz you get on stage, on the, well, what I call the stage, the wrist. And, uh, you know, your time is man the time. Oh, takes me ages to, to clock off. Yeah. Normally watch a few episodes of Gossip Girl, <laughs> yeah. have a little scotch, kick back. Yeah. But yeah, my mind's still ticking over, you know, that's what it does. But even off the clock, I tick as well, yeah. Yeah, for about 44 hours, then I'm able to rest. <laughs> Until I'm wound up again. Oop. Until I'll get wound up a little more again. Oop, here we go. Oop, yep, ready to go. Uh, uh, seven past ten. <laughs> so the watch stopped. It had stopped on June 22nd, which meant that he had died on June 20th, based on how long it took for the watch to wind down. Please don't act that out again. Um, they found Platt's DNA inside the cabin of the yacht and zinc traces from the anchor on Mr. Platt's belt. So they've got all this evidence. Uh, during the investigation, police also found gold bars to the value of £25,000 in various locations. See, this is what I mean. He, he, he had so much money to pay him off. Yeah. Just, just pay him off. That. Don't kill him. But instead he's hidden it around the place in case he had to do a run-up Very and he had, sl- like, hiding spots. Wow. Yeah. So if, like, if, that, if he couldn't go that way, he could go that way <laughs> and get some money... I'm speaking like I'm looking at a map. You know, right, like, not like, oh, like, it's left or right. Yeah, oh, no. I'm not saying like that door or that door, you know. But yeah, behind one of these doors is £25,000 <laughs> in gold. Oh, this really sucks. The guy who trusted his friend ended up dying. Don't trust your friends. My, That's the lesson here. My whole thing is if you just taken the, the Rolex off, you would have gone away with it, right? Yeah, why? But I mean, what? how do you convince someone to... Uh, oh, yeah, you could have taken it off after you'd hit him over the back of the head. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know, Dave. I don't think these things through like a psycho. I guess he just wouldn't have. He probably wouldn't have thought that Rolex would have such an identifiable yeah. watches. I guess. But what kind of self-respecting crook sees a Rolex and just leaves it? Right. I mean, yeah. Have some pride you, in your work. He's really more into money fraud mm. rather it, than stealing things. He stole the watch, and someone ended up going. Hey, I reckon you've stolen that watch. Let's trace it back. Oh, no, it, it does belong to Mr. Platt, oh, so yeah. you're all good. On with your day, sir. God, that'd be a weird conversation. I reckon you've stolen that watch. It's like, I'm just ordering a coffee. <laughs> you're a TV repairman. Leave me alone. Oh, sure, you repaired the BBC and they gave you this watch. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> hmm. Okay, great. Well on, well, on your way. Thank you for your thanks, service. Thanks for stopping by at my cafe. And I'm sorry that I, you know, you just ordered a nice meal. Sorry, I haven't had a coffee yet and I'm a little antsy and a bit defensive for no reason. So the barista hasn't had a coffee yet? Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, Come on, mate. Come on, mate. Come on, you've got to help yourself before you help others. Yeah. yeah. Can't give from one an empty you, cup. One for you, one for me. <laughs> in the court proceedings, the judge stated, it, it is in my judgment. Oh, which is what they do best. Yeah, judge things. Mm-hmm. A callous, premeditated killing designed to eliminate a man you had used for your own selfish ends. And he said the walker had found Platt to be firstly inconvenient, then increasingly a possible threat to your continued freedom. He became not merely expendable, but a danger to you, and he had to die. This judge, a poet. Yeah, he's going really like sizzle in the story. The judge is also going, I get why you did it. Yeah. yeah. He I had to die. He had to die. He had to. I get it. Still not a good thing to do. Walker's on the stand going, that's, that's what I said. He gets he had, it. Yes. Thank you. He had you. to die. Later that day, the judge also bought the rights of the story. <laughs> I think it's been a great miniseries. I get it. It's yeah. so gritty. Um, Albert Walker was found guilty in 1998 and received an automatic life sentence for murder. But in 2007, he was transferred back to Canada 
where he faced additional charges of fraud, theft and money laundering and will see out the rest of his days in prison. <gasps> wow, the Rolex murder. And if you'd chosen the quality watch like a Tissot, this never would have happened. Yeah, get a Tissot. I, I got given a Tissot once. Mm. Put it in the bin. Yeah. <laughs> I said, don't, I don't need your rubbish here. Yeah, get out <laughs> of here. in the bin. Unless they wanted to give us any kind of sponsorship. Yeah, I'll um, retract. We'll edit that out. Yeah. Mm, and um, we'll uh, edit Tissot's under all our risks. Yeah, yeah no problem. We are for sale. Ding! Just in case, between now I did the ding, but Evan, if you could put the little light there. Ding! Thank you. Well, we're even willing to create a new uh, character, like a sort of a marketing logo for Tissot. Mm. In my head, just spitballing, maybe some sort of a super-powered horse okay. who uh, used to be a man who fucked a horse. <laughs> but now, that's just top of the, that's top but of now mind. it is a horse. Yeah, so now maybe it is it's a horse. the son of that man. Yeah, or is it the son of himself. I was thinking that that was the punishment. Like, um, you're a man who fucked a horse, now you must be a horse. Ah. Yeah, but that horse on, on a, just above his little hoof, yeah. beautiful Tissot beautiful watch. watch. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for the Rolex murder. This is a spin-off of our podcast, Do Go On, with over 200 episodes to listen to. If you liked this topic, you can check out some of our other killer episodes like BTK, Jack the Ripper, The Manson Family and The Zodiac Killer. You can subscribe for free on your favourite podcast app and be sure to subscribe to this channel to check out our other videos. Are they killer videos? They're you say? killer videos. Killer. Really? But like, so those podcast reports were about killers, but... These other videos are really more in that kind of like, oh, killer kind of sense. Sick. I just wanted to clarify that. Because they're quite different. Okay. I assume. Unless you die. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash Upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.